Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Nitty Delaney, so what? Monday morning episode, we're recording this on Sunday evening, that we just mentioned there before we started about the the intense, ongoing heat situation. Um, you've got Do you the think, it again. made me think, we just had a little, a very brief chat there before we started. Do you think mm. it would be extra value to Cunters on a top tier um, subscription package mm. that uh, if we just included pre and post um, chit chat? I don't think they'd get anything from it. <laughs> I know, but you know, there's yeah. weird taste. I mean, I'd, I'd venture. I don't think they should be able to get anything out of anything we release. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it takes all sorts, doesn't it? Mm, I mean, we pretty much put everything out that we say, don't we? The vast majority of it goes out. There's one or two things that get removed for legal reasons. There's bits, but... of, there's bits of gossip that even we deem to be too sensitive to yeah. be revealed on air. But that's only occasional, isn't it? I thought you, what you were going to say there was, I thought you were going to say... Um, in relation to the heat and everything, would it be mm. advantageous for us to do um, a live stream video, shirtless, topless, yes. if you like? Well, my my neighbour, do you, you remember? Um, do you remember the existence of our ghost neighbours, the neighbours who my wife informed me were dead, the ones but who then died. reappeared? Yeah, yeah, I do. So well, they're now just known as the ghost neighbours. Yeah, and uh, man, ghost neighbour. Has been out the front. He's a big lad, right? <laughs> he is a big How fella. How old is he, roughly? I would say he's probably in his mid to late 60s, right? Right, right okay. He's a guy in his 60s, former builder, and he's got the tits to, you know, to sh- yeah, as uh, uh, the sort of to bought, show it. Bought and paid for. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lovely big pair of tits. Excellent. And they are, the ghost neighbours are. They're pleasant enough, but they are notoriously nosy. Oh, they're, right. There's streets nosiness. And he is out the front. This is dreamland for him at the moment because mm. he's out the front with the hose nonstop on right. his little bit of lawn, right? right? And he is shirtless. Yeah. Imagine, who's the close over of? Imagine an, a, a greying Eric Bristow right. shirtless Fucking out the hell. front. Right. Jesus. Um. And he's out there, tiny bear short shorts, massive big belly hanging over. Which, by the way, I'm not judging at all. I, I admire his bravery. I'd be way too shy to get my grotesque torso out, you know, for all the neighbours to see. Be too shy about it. He doesn't give a fuck though. And uh, he's there with his like thing. And he's quite. There's quite a lot of on his tits and belly. There is a quite a lot. There's a graying rug of hair all yeah. over. Again, not judging him for that. I think it's quite beautiful in some ways. And he's and he's just there out the front looking at everyone spraying. We sat down to have our dinner, and he shamelessly 
actually raised up a little bit on the balls of his feet, <laughs> trying to look to see what we were having. <laughs> and when I caught his eye back and I was saying to like my wife and kids, oh, look, ghost neighbours actually trying to see what we're having for dinner. So I caught his eye and he didn't care. He couldn't oh, give he a held, toss. Held he held gears, caught, did he? he? Yeah, but he's not the sort, he's not aggressive or anything like that. Yeah. To me, to him, it's just like normal. Yeah, he's just like, all right, I'm just looking at what you're having for your you're, dinner. Yeah, you're on public display, therefore I'm taking advantage of that, and I'm having a good mm. look. If you didn't want me oh. to see, you'd shut the curtains. It, we, we had my my mother-in-law around for dinner the other night, I think Wednesday night, and she's single. Don't get any ideas though; she's not a widow. Plus, right. I don't want you being my. Um, don't, you don't st- me, I don't want you being my father-in-law, you mate. Don't, you don't want me joining the family tree. Actually, you'd be an all right father-in-law because, like, you know, I've got a really good father-in-law. So. Yeah. He's into, like, music. Yeah. And he likes talking about music, politics. He's not big into football, but he'll talk about it. He's Hungarian. So he'll tell me a lot about, you know, Pushkas and the classic Hungarian oh, teams. Yeah. And he'll show some interest in, in football. And uh, but mainly he's like you know he gives me a lot of his old records and all that stuff. Yeah, you'd be a good father-in-law. You'll be a good father-in-law one time because you're like you know you'll be like come on, let me. Are you familiar with Sparks? Come on, mm. son, let me educate yeah. you. Come and yeah. sit down. But 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 I, I'm supposed to be no no. no don't worry about that. She won't. Mind, she'll understand. Now look, listen to it. We're going to listen to it from the beginning. Yeah, this is early Sparks, which is the good stuff. If anyone tries to get you into anything past their first couple of years, basically they're cunts. <laughs> I wouldn't agree with that, but mm, okay. But, but you but know that. We, yeah, we'd start with this town being big enough for the both of us, and um, yeah, take it from so there. you'd ease him into it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, the whole of that first album's flawless. Kim on my house. It's not their first album; it's their first hit album. But it's not yeah. a bad second, on it? So I'm getting a taste of it now. If you do mm. get together with my mother-in-law, mm. um, but she about. she was here and she'd have to move stable. up here, though. I'm not interested yeah, in she relocating might do. down south. Uh, she might do, you know. I mean, I could see her thinking, "Fuck it, I'll move up north." You know, uh, she's got a house in like, yeah. I mean, she could sell her house and you know be able to, she goes in with you and you yeah. both sort of merge yeah, okay. well, if you sold your rig together. and she yeah. held hers I mean you could afford yeah, a, a major up, yeah. oh yeah with a lot of land you'd probably mm. be able to get some horses and that Boats, that sort of thing yeah Tortoises. anyway I'll, uh, yeah I'll see if she, I'll see what she thinks but I was I was going look he's because uh, he was over there sprinkling his lawn and uh, and trying to have a good look into oh they've got someone round I'll have a little look who that is yeah right and I said to her, said to my mother in law hey look it'd be all right for you I mean his wife she's alive we thought she was we dead think she's but alive. she's come back to we think she's alive she's come back to life we think but he could be on the market what do you think because my mother in law once told me when I asked her what sort of fella she'd like mm. if she was to find a new fella she told me deadpan that she liked the rough and ready type oh I see yeah okay. well <laughs> I mean I, and I, I went here yeah, look I said he'll do for you he's yeah. rough and ready and to be fair she's quite a laugh she looked she went oh yeah I wouldn't mind a bit of that I don't know if I'm I don't know if I am rough and ready Sam you could pass for it I, I could, don't think I you're could, rough I, and ready yeah, but I, I think can, you could pretend you could quite easily convince someone you were yeah I can play a rough and ready mm. But yeah, it's I mean, well, not, you've had to for I old Loachy, haven't in the, you? Yeah, uh, in the Ken Loach film, uh, yeah. The Old Orc, which he, will be released next year. He um, only likes Rough and Ready. 
Yeah. He's well, like maybe, my mother-in-law in that maybe sense. Maybe I would have got a, a more substantial part if I'd been a bit more rough and ready, I think. Just the, the stubble for an extra couple of days before yeah, your audition. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But that's all in the past now. Um, yeah, it's it's not at the heart of who I am, but I can pull, you could pull on that mask her. if I need to. Yeah. Yeah. I had a good rough and ready look going recently. I can't remember if I told you this, but I smashed my own head in the car door. And uh, it was a remarkable thing. This must have been while I was away on holiday, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And basically, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of adventures that happen that I haven't filled you in on. But I'd come back from the gym and I was feeling good, right? Because I'd had one of those morning endorphin rushes you can occasionally get. And the sun was shining. I thought, fuck this, I'm going to stop at the coffee shop, pick myself up a coffee. And I thought, fuck it, I'll get the other cunts some coffee as well. Bring her home and surprise them all. The other cunts. Yeah, meaning my family, right? So, <laughs> so I thought this will surprise the cunts, liven up their fucking miserable oh, hey, days. Oh, yeah, I've been got... at the gym, ain't I? Look, Working brought... on the guns. I've brought home some fucking coffees for Party you. Party time. Juice for the lad, ice latte for the girl, and a cappuccino for my wife, right? <laughs> and anyway, I was Come here, give us the... a kiss. Give us a kiss, look what I've got for you. That's a real <laughs> ladies' coffee, that is... <laughs> and I, I had my rucksack over my shoulder yeah. and I was leaning into the car but I'd sort of parked next to a tree so that was quite difficult so I was leaning around the tree and trying to grab that you know those trays that they give you coffees in, in when you're yeah, ordering more than one it was one of those and I had that and I was trying to juggle all these things at once and then like an idiot I grabbed the car door and tried to sort of slam it shut whilst in one motion as I moved away from it but I didn't move away quick enough, so I slammed oh, the door on my own on head. On your own head? Yeah, and the corner of the door gashed my forehead. Oof. And I was like, fuck. I, literally, I sort of saw stars for a moment. I kind of lost my foot in a bit, and, mm. I, my, my, and my vision went a bit, and then I sort of shook my head and thought, I'm all right. And then I walked into the house, and I was all covered in sweat. I was holding these, this fucking tray of coffees, and I had all blood coming down my head. Oh, my God. And my kids were like, what the hell is this? Because I hadn't realised I was bleeding at first. I think yeah. I was disorientated. Anyway, I got it all. Like, didn't go to hospital. Just cleaned it up, put a plaster on it. Yeah. When I took it off a few days later, I had a right rascal scar on the top Ooh. of my head, mate. Has it gone a tiny bit, maybe. It's all up. See, can you see anything? Well, your furrow on your brows, there's just lots of lines. Oh, yeah, I can see it, yeah, above the... Yeah, it's, it's faded a bit now, but um, yeah. it looked pretty good. And then I shaved my head, and I didn't shave my face for a few days. And right. I reckon I could have passed for rough and ready had I needed to. If I was yeah. in a situation where I needed mm. to pass for a, a, a rough and ready gentleman, a gentleman of the street, I could yeah. have done. The opposite of beeping Timmy. Yeah, Almost. if I'd try, if I'd had to shed the pe- beeping Timmy persona, mm. I could have passed for you know well, headbutt well, Steve instead. I mean, it's it's not the scene you were hoping to create, is it? When you went home with the coffees, that kind of no, it's going to be much bliss. more sophisticated. I thought Carnage. I was going to be like, what's his name in the Gold Blend adverts? Yeah, no, hang on, not Gold Blend. Who's Nescafe man who shakes his That's does Gareth, the wanker Gareth sign? Hunt. Yeah, yeah, Gareth Hunt. He does the wanker sign, doesn't he? Does. he? Have you seen that someone sent us... Oh, no. It was our good friend, friend of the show, Tommy Stewart, sent me a clip, which you might have seen. I think it was quite old, but he reminded me of it the other day, where high-performance um, expert Jake Humphrey, yeah. the, 
yeah. the tallest and most accomplished man on in television. The land. In the land, really, <laughs> on television or off television. The man who just understands what squeezing that last 0.1% out of your performance like in any endeavour, yeah. how much that means. Gets you over an extra line, doesn't it? Yeah. Into an extra when realm. You're presenting a, when you're yeah. te- presenting a television programme. Yeah. And um, he, he was trying to... Ba- and I always get this impression, he's one of those sports presenters, and you get a lot of them, who are really trying sort of too hard to be matey with the sportsmen mm. and be and really try to convey the idea that they're one of them right if, but if they're they, not if they weren't sat at a distance from each other he'd try and slap them on the back now and again I think. yeah absolutely he's he's right like that and the thing is you can't be like that because they'll never accept you as on their own you have to <clears throat> i mean we know from working with people like that on talk sport you have to show some respect. You can have a bit of fun, but yeah. don't start thinking that you're one of the lads no, in no, the no. dressing room. I mean, I, right. I used my talk sport experience when um, mm. when I had that chat with Paul Merson in Florida. I bet he did. Yeah, that yeah. would have come in very handy. Yeah, it was just like I just I, I put I envisaged myself being in that office at talk yeah. sport where everyone mingles, talent yeah. producers. Yeah, exactly. And you just sit around on the sofa or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, oh, there's Mickey Quinn, mm. normal. Here comes Dean Saunders. He's going to tell us a joke. Yeah, and he's going to do one of his laugh. impressions. We're all going Normal. to laugh because his, his jokes are yeah. all brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Here comes Jason Cundy. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> what? You're doing a podcast? Yeah. Then what? Yeah. And, uh, so. Chelsea Spurs this afternoon, the, the camera zoomed in on Cundy doing some commentary at one point. I thought, that's nice. <laughs> of course, representing both why. those clubs. Just the thought of Cundy... Like just fills my heart with joy. Yeah, of course. Um, but <laughs> so, yeah, like anyway, Jake Humphrey was doing this thing, and he gave a bit of banter to Ginola, and Ginola was there with. It was definitely Owen Hargreaves, and who was the other person? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Crouch. I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> like he just he. he's trying in his head he's thinking high performance presenting not just normal presenting high (laughs) performance presenting always so he cuts away from his fucking auto cue that a producer's written for him and suddenly gives Ginola a bit of shit over what he's wearing right which don't don't do that though Ginola he's the world's most sophisticated and stylish man you're not going to get away with this you fucking streak of piss Mm. right and he's gone huh you can tell David thought he was only going to be filmed from the waist up today. And David Janida just obviously didn't like him. He went, what do you mean? And he goes, well, from the waist up, you've got a lovely jacket, lovely shirt. Your face looks great as always. But uh, below, it's an absolute mess, right? Because he was wearing jeans yeah. and a pair of trainers. Actually, a yeah. pair of Adidas Gazelles, I noticed, which right. I admired. You and yeah. I are both fans of those particular yeah, training look. shoes. Yeah. And... Uh, and of course, because fucking Jake Humphrey's such a, a, a raging, horrendous Tory, and like all fucking horrendous Tories, he's got no idea whatsoever about fucking anything to do with clothes, right? I mean, I was going to say, what, 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 what do Humphreys expect? Chinos. Is that yeah, what exactly. Chinos and brogues. Loafers. Yeah. Uh, espadrilles if it's a sunny day. <laughs> Deck shoes. Right. And he's like, and do you know, just looked back at him and went, oh, okay, like that. 
And Humphreys just thinks it's funny because he's the sort of bloke he, he would never notice anyone else's response to his jokes because it doesn't matter. In his yeah. mind, he thinks, brilliant, everyone found that hilarious, right? And then it does a cutaway to another camera and he turns the camera and Ginola and the other players are behind him. So it's a weird shot anyway. He's standing a few yards in front addressing the camera and they're behind him. And Ginola obviously doesn't realise he's on camera because he nudges Hargreaves <laughs> and the other bloke and he just does the wanker <laughs> sign whilst pointing at Humphreys. <laughs> it's fucking sensational. I think I've I mean, seen this. Is this on if YouTube? If you didn't already regard David Ginola as an honorary national treasure, you will after seeing that. Is this on YouTube? I'm sure I've seen it. I'll get it and I'll send oh, it, it is, to you, yeah. mate, right now. It is. There it is. It's 2013. Oh. Yeah, so what there do you have is. to say? What do you have to type in? <laughs> oh, yeah, they're quite butter trainers as well. The jeans yeah, have got but, holes I mean, in fuck them. it, he can wear what he wants, can't Ginola? he? Because he's yeah. David Ginola. He, look, he looks sexy whatever he puts on. Yeah. And it's it's not just Jake Humphreys, it's Jake Humphreys and Tim Lovejoy bantering each oh, other. Oh yeah, Lovejoy's there for some reason that you can't okay, quite work hell. out why. But but I can it, look at it as well. Lovejoy doesn't like him either. Look at look at the look at the chemistry between them. At one point, Humphrey puts his foot up on the raised area where the players are. Of course he does. Just like he's Peter trying to Purvis power play. In, in he's trying to power play Lovejoy. Like Peter Purvis and those your, logs. Your time's gone, Lovejoy. Yeah. It's me who's the friends with the footballers now, not you. This is the 2010s. <laughs> That's what all they're doing it. <laughs> they're my pals, not yours. Uh, Ginola's you know, such a legend, isn't he? Who is it? Owen Hargreaves and who else? Uh, McManaman. Oh, McManaman, yeah. Fantastic. Anyway, uh, that's good. And uh, we haven't had a chance to catch up with our... Uh, our old friend Jake Humphreys. He, unfortunately, he's been dropped from their Premier League coverage. Has he? In favour of the Geordie Princess, uh, Lindsay Hipgrave. Really? Former colleague of mine. Me and her used to work together on Five Live. In fact, my wow. first ever live presenting job on radio back in about 2008, it was me and her double header on Saturday mornings on Five Live. And she has obviously gone from strength to strength. And she, I think she's, I think she's wonderful. She's really great, really nice, and really like knows this stuff like a real like yeah. fo- like massive football fan. And so, um, yeah, when I read in the paper that um, Jake Humphreys had been dropped from the Premier League coverage and replaced by Lindsay Hipgrave, <clears throat> you can imagine what I thought. Well, I don't think he'll have been dropped. Surely he's gone on to something bigger and better because the only way is something up more it's elite. Always, it's always progress, isn't it? Whatever you do with him. The trajectory is always up. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Jalapeño. It reminds me of when we were talking the other day about Bear Grylls. And I forgot to mention this. This was from the um, the legendary Get in the Sea book that I wrote in yeah. 2016, which is now it's basically a Nostradamus of the last few yeah. years. Who's a cunt and who isn't. Um, yeah. And I wrote about Bear Grylls. Uh, it was in a section of the, uh, the Britain's 50 Worst People. Yeah. And Bear Grylls was in there because I, I read an interview with Bear Grylls where he talks about, he goes through his day. It's one of those ones, wake up, blah, 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 oh, no. you know, one of those fucking yeah. self-indulgent, narcissistic things. And he says, uh, wake, wake up, something stupid, like 4.30 in the morning, um, switch, off, switch off the alarm clock, reach for the alarm clock, but I don't call it an alarm clock. I call it an opportunity clock. Can't. Can't. And, um, yeah, I imagine Jake Humphreys has reached oh, for the opportunity yeah, clock. he'll have an opportunity rather clock. Rather than... The, the press have d- described it, just to be clear, the press described it as him being dropped. Mm. There'll be some lawsuits flying around there, I think, from Humphreys oh, yeah, HQ. he'd have been fuming about that. He'd have been Dropped. Oh, I'm Sorry, sure he's got but some... dropped is not in the Humphrey lexicon. Yeah, I've actually decided to step aside so that I can spend more time on my uh, increasingly successful podcast, yeah. which we sold out the O2 recently, I think you'll see. But it wasn't the O2, was it? It was the little bit on the side of the O2 where they do the little shows. couple of jerk losers on uh, some sort of piddly pissant podcast apparently have been giving me a bit of jip, taking the <laughs> piss. Um, just pathetic, jealous, bitter... Insecure people. Um, their podcast jerks. is very much n- not high performance. It's a podcast for jerks by jerks. Silly. It's silly guys. It, 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 it's silly nonsense. They sh- they're they're old men effectively. Uh, half the time they're just swearing. They're talking about. Apparently, one of them has completely alienated his neighbour because she overhears him making it, and it's so juvenile and offensive. It's very much a low performance podcast. <laughs> Um, I've just done a little search and I found a story on a website called Pundit Arena and the headline <laughs> is this you'll like this Jake Humphrey responds to news he's been axed by BT for Premier League right. games of course right, he's great. responded of course he has to respond Here, yeah. here's, here's what it says the Mirror published a story on Tuesday to say that Humphrey had been axed to which the presenter simply replied not true <laughs> <laughs> While it is unclear what Humphrey is saying is untrue, it has definitely <laughs> been confirmed that Hipgrave has replaced him as the Premier League presenter on BT Sport. Um, and Lindsay Hipgrave did a tweet. Uh, After a weekend of dreams coming true for women in football, the dreams of a football mad Geordie Lass have also come true. I couldn't be any prouder to be leading BT Sport's Premier League coverage this season. Humphrey replied, You're going to be amazing, Lindsay. So delighted for you. Please, just let me back for the odd game. <laughs> Oh, God almighty. Um, perhaps what Humphrey is saying isn't true as the, is the idea that he was axed as it appears to be a mutual decision. Of course it was. Mm. He clarified the situation on Twitter saying, yes, ignore the misleading nonsense headlines. I spoke to BT about being too busy and we agreed I'd host <laughs> less Premier League games. <laughs> but my height, the, the, the height of my performance in every sphere of my existence as a human being 
has rendered me in- increasingly in demand. <laughs> and uh, therefore, I just can't. I'm moving onwards and upwards. Uh, thanks and all the same. But uh, uh, let's leave it to that lovely Geordie lass who seems to know her stuff. High performance is one thing, but everybody has a maximum. And the jakester <laughs> has just about reached his now. A ceiling. I don't want to spread myself too thin. What with the podcast being such a big, big success. So uh, it says he's doing the Champions League coverage for them this season. Yeah, that's uh, what Lineker used to do. Um, Right, talking of football, right? Because we don't want to antagonise him anymore. Because he'll he'll come at us and he will destroy us. He could destroy us, mate, with the click of his fingers. You know he could. (laughs) because <laughs> it would be such good such good content to be destroyed yeah. by him anyway a uh, couple of the things from the weekend fucking hell oh a football it's round all up about, it's a, it's a football it's, round up now it's all it's all about looking into your eyes because first Jamie Redknapp yesterday he was having that sensational I mean by the way I don't have context for any of these so I just see it as clips on Twitter I don't mm. I wasn't watching any of these things as they happen but first I've seen like Redknapp and Gary Neville yeah. Going at it about United, yeah. and James got no, no, Gary, no, look, no, look him, look into my eyes when you when I'm talking to you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I really like Gary Neville, and I really like Jerry, Jamie Redknapp. I think they're both great, and I really respected them for giving so much of a shit about it. I mean, if I was Jamie Redknapp, it's not even my club. I mean, I get it with Gary Neville, must be heartbreaking. Well, I right, mean, Manchester United have been on the United. slide. They've been on the slide for a decade now, so I, have, I don't understand yeah, it's amazing, why, it's still, it? why it's still hot news, you know? Yeah, I know, but Sky is very much kind of a vehicle for Man United chat. Yeah, Man United and Liverpool is. chat, that's it, really. That's what it exists for. And increasingly, that's what the fucking Premier League's about. And you know all this bullshit where they all go, all these plastic fans that both clubs have, you know, we've talked about them before, none of them go or anything like that. And they all go... Like, so you'll get the Man U fans going, I fucking hate the Scousers, right? And the Scousers going, I hate Man U. I hate Manchester, right? It's like, well, most of you haven't been to either of those fucking cities, so I don't know where you're getting all this from, right? (laughs) But anyway, these clubs both go on about the animosity. They are constantly conspiring together to basically fuck off and fuck the rest of the league. They've done it for years. They've failed every time. But they're always at it because they are comfortably the two biggest clubs in the country, right? Uh, Probably two of the biggest in the world, if not the two biggest, in terms of the fucking fans they've got all over the Mm. place, right? They're huge. And they both are run by Americans, right? Mm. And they both have been for fucking years. All that is so all corny, all that we don't like each other. They're in cahoots with each other because they say to each other, listen... The Premier League isn't about these other cunts. It's just about us two, mm. right? True. That's mm-hmm. the way Sky see it too, right? The, uh, the rest of the clubs are there to basically play them, right? Yeah. And uh, so they're constantly fucking... It's like a character from the Beanos. You know, like, every Beano character is just always up to something. I'll tell you, you what know? it's like. It's like Tom and Jerry, where Tom and Jerry are always warring with each other, but now and again they'll join forces. To go against Spike yeah. or a ghost yeah. mouse or something like yeah. that. Oh, ghost mouse. <laughs> or, or a sexy cat that is trying to trick them. Yeah. I don't know anyone, right? But, like, um, 
Yeah, that, they're just, I thought about that the other day. I thought you cunts, all this fucking contrived like tribalism, which not, doesn't yeah. apply to any of you, because how could you even feel like that when you've never even been to the fucking Derby game anyway? Like, do you know what I mean? How, where does it come from? What, well, is it just I a mean, blind prejudice against people from Manchester or people from Liverpool? That's just fucking racist, mate. So, it, But it's like the Sunderland-Newcastle rivalry, that's the same. It's two different cities, and you get people who have never visited each, either city and, and never will. Because it's, it fucking runs so deeply in their mm. veins that they just walk. <laughs> That's hilarious. But at the end of the day, it's <laughs> yeah, part of the country. It's really difficult as well. <laughs> it's so close to yeah, each other. I really admire anyone in Sunderland who's never been to Newcastle. It's amazing. Oh, there's loads of them. This part of the country <laughs> has been fucked over repeatedly by the Tories. Mm. And we're all the victims. Mm. We're all wallowing in the yeah. same shit. Mm. But yeah, I can't be done with it. But um, yeah. You're right. I mean, some but, of us, but, some of us will never forget the European Super League. Well, yeah, that's what I'm clubs. talking about. But it was that wasn't the first time, you know. They've tried no. shit like this before. The European Super League was just the latest. Yeah. But they, but for years, if you look back for it, for years, fucking Liverpool and Man United behind the scenes, they get together and they go, right? How can we take all this pie for ourselves? It should be ours anyway. I mean, you know, they've they've sort of got a point. I mean, the, the fucking global audience is generated to a huge extent by people who support those clubs yeah but, but I mean, as a result you know, the league itself is completely warped yeah and it's never going to be an equitable league because it's just how it is and we're, we're just fucking numb to it now mm. the championship I repeat is the best league well better watch out because Sunderland might get promoted anyway there's this there's this fucking Look into no, look into my eyes. Look into yeah, my eyes yeah. when you're talking to me, Gary. I thought, what fucking hell? <laughs> Calm down, lads. And then today, I just saw the clip that after the after Chelsea Spurs, <laughs> fucking mental. Conte walks past Tuchel. Tuchel shakes his hand, but then doesn't let go and pulls him back. But it's a move. I, I mean, you must have seen it. It warrants almost a deep dive episode in itself because it's a move I've never seen before. It's like a backwards reverse handshake, power shake. Yeah. And he pulls him back. Then yeah. when he turns around, and I've replayed this clip four or five times just before coming on the line to you, right? And what Tuchel says to him, he points at his eyes because he's saying, yeah. look at my eyes when we yeah. shake hands. Because if not, it's not... So I just thought, well, that's twice this weekend. What's this? What's the new craze it's, about looking well, into each other's eyes all of a sudden? It's like it's like a meme, isn't it? It's like we're just normal men. Everyone's just applying it, it to everything now, and it lasts for yeah. forty hours. Look in my eyes. Look yeah. in my eyes. No, I don't want to look in your fucking eyes. Well, fucking look in them. The Tuchel interview afterwards, where he said that he was under the impression that you always looked into the other manager's eyes when you shake hands. <laughs> Is that as what if, he said? As, yeah, as if <laughs> that's happened <laughs> in every single match Fuck he's been a manager off. of. Exactly. That's a bullshit. Fucking hell. Most of them just do a sort of a cursory disgruntled yeah. thing. And, and you can't take it personally, because as any manager will tell you, what it is is they are so crushed after defeat, right? Yeah. It's not personal they don't like the other manager. They literally just don't want to talk to anyone. Just they always go, I feel physically sick for the next 48 yeah. hours. Yeah. It kills them. Yeah, that's what it you want. It absolutely kills them. That's what you want. And, um, and Tuchel should know that because I'm sure he does. he's a nutter. I mean, obviously, yeah. I already knew Conti was a nutter anyway. Mm. But what a bizarre confrontation. We've had some weird rivalries with right wrongs amongst managers. But this one is like... Do you well, know they're like? They're like... Oh, what are they called? The two fucking 
weirdos out of um, Diamonds Are Forever, that James Bond film. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. They're, 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 anyway, I'll send you a picture of them. But all this looking into your eyes, I'm not bothered. It's the same. We've talked about this loads. But it's the same cunts who think that a handshake needs to be firm. Well, let me tell you, right? If anyone fucking gives me a firm handshake, and I'm not even exaggerating when I say this, anyone who ever has given me a firm handshake on first meeting, mm. I immediately and correctly categorise as a cunt. Yes. And, yes. and there's no coming back from it. Yeah. Right? If someone squeezes my hand, the first thing I think is, what's this? Oh, you think you're a hard man? What, because you've got a hard grip? Well, all right, let's have a fight. What are you going to do? Fucking grip not, my head? You haven't even got a fucking hard grip. You've just pretended to have a hard grip. You just, you just you've, squeezed you've, it. You've squeezed, I could have squeezed you, you but I'm not... Yeah. yeah. Fucking I fucking goodness. hate firm handshakes. And add to that list, I hate any cunt who thinks I've got to make eye contact. I'll do what I want with my fucking eyes, mate. Yeah, exactly. Don't tell me my where eyes. to fucking look. Don't tell me what to do with my eyes. I was, I was listening to a podcast with Paul McCartney on it, right? Jessie Ware, like right. she does this thing, you know, it's a famous podcast. Everyone goes on about it all the time, right? And I thought, ah, it doesn't sound like my cup of tea. But then someone said to me, listen to the Paul McCartney one. So I thought, all right. And obviously mm. it's great. Listen to what Paul McCartney reckons, right? He goes, I'm 70, whatever he is. What is he now? Like 75 Seven, well, he's or just something turned like 80, that. hasn't he? He's just turned 80. Right, okay. So he's 80, right? So he's like, yeah, uh, he's boasting. He's going, I don't, don't, uh, don't. Uh, they go, oh, do you wear contacts? No, I don't. I've never needed contact lenses or glasses. And his and his daughter Mary's with him, and she goes, oh yeah, tell him why, Dad. Tell him why. He goes, well, no, people can look on YouTube and see why, right? <laughs> what? Listen, right? This is fucking amazing. Paul McCartney still has perfect eyesight, aged eighty, because he practices daily eye yoga. Oh, wow. And if you look on YouTube, you can watch him fucking doing a demo of it. It's a tutorial. Right? He does a tutorial. He met a yogi, right, when he was out in India. Not in the 60s with the Beatles. He met one since then when he was on his on his Jack Jones. And he's going to Jesse Ware and her mum. He's going, the thing is, the eyes are a muscle, just like any other. You're fucking right. And he yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean... And he goes, they're just like a muscle like any other, but we don't think of them that way. But if you exercise them every day like you're supposed to, mm. then you will not lose your vision. And I've been doing it for a long time. He went, and actually a friend once said to me that he was taking his daughter to the optician since she was only a teenager because she needed glasses already. And I said, oh, wait, before you go spending money, which again was just a little side note that I liked, is that Paul McCartney is <laughs> trying to find ways to save his mate's money. <laughs> The richest pop star in history is trying to be frugal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he is known for being a bit frugal, yeah. isn't he, I think. Yeah. And he goes, oh, no, don't go to the optician. He goes, just uh, tell her to try eye yoga. And he goes, what are you talking about eye yoga? He goes, so I explained it. And uh, I saw that friend again a couple of years later. And I said, how's your daughter? How are her eyes? Does she wear glasses? And he goes, no, she does not, Paul, because she has been doing eye yoga every day. <laughs> There you go. That's amazing, isn't it? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do some research into this on the next live video stream we do for the IFS Turbo. And we'll try and do a We'll do an eye yoga session. And everyone can join in at home. And um, obviously we won't be able to see them, but we'll we'll just know that they're doing it. And that'll that'll enhance that particular Um, perk. And just one last question I've got for you is, going back to the Tuchel and Conti thing. Mm -hmm. Conti's a man. How do you reckon Conti is? Mid-40s. How hard 
Do I reckon Conley is? No, no, how old? Oh, how old? Um, 44. What do you think of middle-aged men who wear very tight black T-shirts? <laughs> like sta- like it's a statement. Does. It's a statement. It's like the power handshake. It's ridiculous. Well, he's already had his hair done. We know that. And fair yeah. enough. Some people want to do it. I don't judge people for that. I mean, I've chosen to be bald. Yeah. I could have gone to Turkey and got the hair plugs, but I, I like being bald. Maybe you will right? one day, you know. Maybe I will. Who knows? But I don't judge those who do it. And actually, I think he looks great with the hair. So, you know, no judgments there. But I'm looking, because I've been re-watching this clip of the weird handshake. I don't know what we're calling that handshake. I'm sure a name will emerge for it, right? But that confrontation. And Tuchel's a weird, sinister-looking guy. Yeah. Let's be honest, he looks like a serial killer, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much accepted now, yeah. And, and, uh, and Conti looks like... He looks like a sex person. That's the only way I can yeah, describe yeah. it, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? He looks like a sex person who has yeah. sex parties it's in the summer. It's not too much on it, but yeah, we both know what you mean. Uh, a, a luxury, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's got a huge luxury villa somewhere well, no, no, he in the Italian countryside. He doesn't necessarily countryside. have one, but he knows where he can hire one can get for a one. weekend. Yeah. Put it that way. And he has sex parties where and it'll, it'll, it'll get hosed down at the end as part of the conditions. Yeah, really of disgusting things. Yeah. And like, oh, and he's in tight, really tight swimming shorts. He's dancing by the pool to like yeah. Euro house music with a girl who's yeah. like half his age at least. Um, yeah, so I just think he's a sex person and the other one is a um, is a serial killer. But very entertaining start to the season, right? It, it was. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been good. Do you want to know what's happened in the um, prediction league this weekend? Go on then. Bit of a slow start for me and you. Two points each. Mm. Uh, results spot, five points. Oh, so his results about out of front at the moment. Out in front, first weekend that we've done this. So yeah, five players, two players, two. So there you go. There you are. Results bot has um, got off to a flyer. Thanks to Nottingham Forest one West Ham nil, which we're not going to dwell on too much. But um, no. that's what got him the extra points. Okay, there you go. That's it. We'll be back throughout the week with all the usual stuff. And um, thanks for listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.